Amen. You are invited to be seated. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I have desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. But you are not willing. I love the snow. So I decided to take a walk in Friday's snowburst. Now, I had the great, grandiose idea of going and hiking at Lake Fort Smith. So I jumped in the car and I made my way all the way to the 540 bridge, which was gridlocked and iced over and stuck. Creeping across, I made my way over to the Midland Bridge where I thought, oh, I can sneak over that way through Van Buren and make my way on and around through Alma. And it was gridlocked and iced over. So I bailed out and I came to my favorite place in Fort Smith. And if you followed our morning prayer you know my favorite place is the confluence of the Arkansas River and the Poteau River, the national park of the first fort as it overlooks the confluence. So I parked, and you'll never believe this, I was the only person there. <laughs> By that time, two inches of snow had accumulated on the grass, and so I got out and I began to take my walk. I made my way across the railroad tracks. And as I began to go up that very gentle rise towards the first fort, I looked up and I saw the most beautiful sight. A fox looked up from the snow and we, we fixed eyes on one another. I said, I've got to get a picture of this. But if you've ever been around a fox, by the time I made my hand out of my pocket to reach for my phone, that fox turned and dashed away that quick. I obviously surprised him or her. I walked around and I saw the set of tracks. The predator, that beautiful fox, was out hunting a rabbit. I saw the paths in the snow of those little rabbit, you know, the little set of four tracks as they jump, and the fox who was trying to find where that rabbit was. That's what foxes do. They're predators. They're dangerous. They're out looking for a victim. The world has a lot of predators. It has its Herods, as in Jesus' day, or in our days, we find predators as well. The Putins of the world who are seeking to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But we also find that we see places of care and compassion in our world a place where people offer shelter to total strangers. 
There's the workers of the Red Cross. There are people who are buying Airbnb rooms for those who are coming across the border into Poland. There are refugee ministries that are doing the work of resettlement. There are caring individuals. In our world, we see the predator, but we also see the compassion. That's what we see in our reading today from our gospel. Jesus in a predatory world of the Romans and King Herod, who is out seeking Jesus. We see care and compassion. We see the love of God at work, and we hear it in Jesus' beautiful words, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. How often I have desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. The lectionary had selected Psalm 27 for a very particular reason today. Verse number 7 said, For in the day of trouble, God shall keep thee safe in his shelter. God shall hide you in the secrecy of his dwelling for he will set me high upon a rock. It's a beautiful image of God's love and care and compassion. Even as the world comes crashing in in war, there is the love of God that is being manifested. But then the haunting words from Jesus. But you are not willing. The heart of God is to gather in, to protect, and to care. Like that hen gathering in the chicks. Ah, just a few moments ago, we had our Zoom Sunday school with our kids. One of the families keeps chickens. And it was wonderful as we were talking about this story, their eyes lit up as they talked about, yes, there are eagles. And eagles fly along the Arkansas River where they live. And when the hen hears or sees the chicken, it begin, or when the hen sees the eagle, it begins to cackle. And that little child was saying, they start yelling at that eagle. Yes, they do, because they want to protect one another. It's a beautiful illustration that Jesus uses from the world that surrounds them that tells of God's love and compassion and welcome and desire to protect us when there is danger, when there are predators around, when there is evil that lurks and is trying to wake, make its way into our life. But here we see the lament of Lent. Jesus' heart is crying, but you were not willing. It's such a haunting phrase because we see ourselves as those chicks that are running around and wanting our freedom. No bounds, not realizing the dangers that surround us. Those things that come crashing in that we didn't anticipate. 
And for some reason, we don't return to God, but we want to handle it ourselves. And the lament of God's heart is I'm calling, I'm reaching out, and I desire to protect and to love and to guide. The lament of Lent has us asking, why do we settle for less than God's best for us? Why do we not run back to the protection of the love and the care and the compassion of God? Maybe we see it in our Old Testament reading. Abraham is talking to God, reflecting back on the promise that was made in the covenant. You will have a child, and that child will have a child, and that child will have a child until your descendants are like the stars of the sky. And Abraham says, I'm ready to settle. I have Eleazar, my slave, I guess I'll give everything to him. Abraham was ready to settle for less than what God had for him. But God was not ready to let Abraham settle for less than God's love and graciousness and promise. It took Abraham a little bit to be able to understand that God's grace, God's promises, God's compassion and love, God's best for us need not be ignored. We need not settle for the less than God's love, God's graciousness to us. I love that he dreams. Abraham has a dream in the midst of a ritual. Animals are sacrificed, cut in half. We don't quite understand other than it was some sort of ritual act, sort of where we get the term cutting a deal. The flaming pot goes down the middle between the two half carcasses. God is entering into the promise that God had made. God was saying, I am faithful to all that I have promised. Maybe that's what God says to us in Lent. As we might settle for less, settle less than God would have as best for us. God doesn't want you to settle for less than God's best for you. In Abraham's dream, he saw how God moved through that covenant, through that promise that he had made, and ratified it once again. Maybe Abraham needed to dream that God would provide all that God had promised. I think we, too, lose our imagination, our spiritual imagination, that God will do what God has promised. All of the good, the healing, the grace, the mercy, 
will all be given and we need not settle. We can ask for God's fullness of healing, God's gracious forgiveness, God's tender compassion and protection, and God will give it to us. We need not settle for less than God's best. I love that God, of course, fulfills God's promise to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob. God's promise is for us as well. Often I'll end our morning prayer time together with these words. That God's grace will be more than we could ask or imagine. Maybe we run out of spiritual imagination. We run out of trust. And like the chicks, we wander off. But God's love is always calling us, always welcoming us back, always protecting and bringing comfort. Because that's what God does. God never wants us to settle for less than God's best. Because God's love for us is complete. Amen.